That's a brand new single from Reagan Whiteside. She was a guest on ours about five years ago. It's called Early Arrival, preceded by Brothers Wilson, the Gap Band Party Train. It's 717. You're in tune to The Upper Room with Joe Kelly here on WVOF in Fairfield, Connecticut. And we're really excited. We've been talking about having these new two guests on our show uh, one is a great producer, a longtime friend of ours out of New York City, plays just about every instrument there has ever been made, and he has collaborated with a very talented songwriter and singer, originally from the Motor City, but making uh, home right here in the New York City area, and we've been playing music from Kay Sloan as soon as it has come out, and now's a great time. We're going to talk to Kay Sloan and also Swang, so how's everybody doing? Yeah, we're excited, we're excited. Yeah, you Hello, Uncle Hello. That's uh, Swang and Kay Sloan, and uh, of course, Blank Pages is the latest release from Kay Sloan, and the two of you have, have just come out with incredible music with a, a retro feel, but a, a great new sound to it, so how'd you first hook up to start writing together? <laughs> so, um, Swang is actually an awesome host of uh, Prohibition Open Mic. Uh, on the Upper West Side, and I started going to Prohibition uh, Open Mic about, oh my gosh, almost two years now ago, um, and yeah, um, I talked to House Band and started performing my original stuff, mm-hmm. um, then one of the players suggested that I work on an EP, I, at, the ti- at the time I didn't even know what an EP was, just <laughs> right. um, so then I spoke to Swang more about the uh, potential of him producing, and we decided to just start the venture, and he was behind me 100%. So, so, so Swang, you're hosting uh, the open mic night, and you see all all types of musicians coming in. And how did Kay bring uh, her attention right to you and that you want to work with her? Uh, the, 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 the vocal ability she had was uh, obviously very powerful, very dynamic, very wide range. Uh, it's not something you really hear every day, I mean, and uh, but apart from that, also, I mean, the first thing I'm I'm listening for with with every artist who comes in with original music is how fully developed the songs were. Mm-hmm. I mean, having worked on her own primarily on these songs for the most part, it was kind of remarkable that the songs were as developed as they were, both lyrically, melodically. She had a great understanding of melody. And um, I, I can tell that she knew a little bit about the keyboard, which is always a, a good prerequisite for any singers out there listening. If you don't know something about the keyboard, that's step number one. Mm-hmm. So, and but she could sit down and she could, you know, play her songs for me on an instrument, which was uh, it, it not only helped in terms of like moving the process along once we started talking about collaboration, but also reassured me and gave me the confidence. Okay, when I get into the studio with her. She's going to know exactly what she's doing. There was wasn't a lot of hand holding that needed to be done. You know what I mean? Yeah, and uh, you you took all this uh, great songs that you wrote and and uh, recorded primarily out in Brooklyn, right? Yeah, at, Mo- at Mighty Toad uh, Studios out in Brooklyn. Yeah, wonderful collection of uh, vintage gear there. So once we decided, once Kay actually gave me the direction, and she started saying things to me like. Motown and 60s soul and a lot of the you know the the influences from um, from the Detroit area and I mean she told me Motown is in my DNA so right that, right that, that that 
kind of gave me the green light that Brooklyn was the place to go because as long as we're in New York and we have access to this kind of gear, yeah. might as well use it. Mm-hmm. Now, now, Kay, Kay Sloan, you, you originally come from uh, Detroit, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, so I'm actually about five minutes outside the city uh, from Southfield. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever knows where that is, <laughs> so I just say Detroit. Um, but yeah, I spent my time growing up and hanging out in Detroit, and um, very much knowledgeable of Motown music. It really is in my DNA. It's <laughs> played right. it every holiday and <laughs> celebration. Um, yeah, and I was really acquainted with that music at a very young age, as well as the, um, a lot of other great, you know, talented musicians and singers, Billy Holiday, Etta James, um, Ella Fitzgerald as right. well. Yeah. Yeah, you, you haven't sent anybody who, who's not top of the list right there. Great, great yes. influences. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, we're joined by Swang and Kay Sloan. We're going to get into uh, the first single. I believe the first single, Stay, right? Yeah, the That's first right. single, yeah. Stay. Yeah, so we'll get into it right now here at WVOF. Case Sloan and Swang hanging out on the upper room with Joe Kelly and WVOF, and uh, we'll come back and speak with them once again. Real authentic music, great new sounds from Case Sloan and, uh, of course, producer Swang, and uh, they make a great team, and Stay is the first single. Tell, tell uh, folks where they can pick up the music. So uh, you can get Stay and the whole EP on iTunes, Spotify, Title, okay. Amazon, <laughs> as well, and you can go on CD Baby, their website, um, and they'll have it in their system as well. Now, let, let me ask you the question because obviously you're an indie artist, and you know you mentioned <laughs> all those outlets just to get your music out. How, how difficult has it been for you, and, and or has it been easy just to get it out there and coordinated? Um, it's been pretty. It's been pretty okay getting it out there mm-hmm. um, and promoting it. Uh, a lot of people have been purchasing it. I mean, a couple people, not a couple people, quite a few people purchase it on CD Baby directly, right. which is also actually much more beneficial for the artist mm-hmm. um, as far as, like, royalties are concerned. Right. Um, but it's been pretty easy to get out there. I was, I was working with a really great PR company as well. Okay, so you got you got people behind you. And, uh, of course, uh, Swang has... Uh, we, we first met Swang... Uh, as a member of the great band, uh, Days of Wild, and he's a busy guy, always getting calls. Someone's yeah. getting calls. <laughs> yeah. Days of Wild, who uh, continue to rule uh, the bitter end and uh, all the venues down in uh, Greenwich Village. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, um, we were talking about off air about the bitter end, and, and uh, Kay Sloan, tell us about the upcoming gig this week. So this upcoming week, I'll be at the Bitter End um, on Bleecker Street. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll be playing a set of, of some new songs as well as original music. Okay. Um, yeah, and songs from the EP as well. Right, so you're going to be there, and uh, and we encourage people. I, I think they still do the same thing. When you go there, tell them who you're here to see, and, and it helps the artist performing, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what, what time will you be going on stage? I'll be going on at 9 p.m. And it's not just me. It's my band as well, uh, the Melodics. Okay. So it consists of, you know, basic rhythm sections. So there's going to be keys, bass, guitar, drums. we got uh, three vocalists as well on stage with us and two horn players. So it's, it's a big collective. <laughs> yeah, and there's um, some great video footage. I don't, uh, it looks like a recent performance with your band performing 
in in a New York City venue, right? A lot of young people. Yeah. Yeah. Where where, where did that take place? Because people can get a, a a taste of how you and your band are alive. Um. It might have been the footage from Rockwood Music Hall. I played there once before. No, I played there twice, actually. I did my EP release party there as well as um, a set before that at Stage 1. So it was okay. probably there. Yeah, it was probably at Stage 1. Your band had all black on? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. for sure. Okay, yeah. Um, Every... All, black, all yeah. black is kind of standard for every single gig. But, um, right, right. Yeah. Um, we also did an outdoor music festival. So we're kind of all over New York City. Mm-hmm. Um we do some stuff at Prohibition, too. We do a lot of tribute nights at the Prohibition. Like, we do Motown Soul tribute. We did an MJ tribute up here. And okay. we're trying to bring back a, another Motown tribute or a disco night. So so, so you, you're out gigging and, and bring some money. Get that EP. Yeah. It's called Blank Pages from K. Sloan. K, just letter K, and Sloan, S-L-O-A-N. And uh, Swang is with us as well. We're going to play something from Blank Pages. This, this is going to get everybody dancing. A great feeling <laughs> heading into uh, the early part of the summertime. It's called Take Me Back to Summertime. We'll come back and speak with Kay. We're really excited because that is real authentic music, live music, people playing, people singing, amazing voice, and great production. Kay Sloan from her latest CD called Blank Pages, and uh, Swang produced it. And... It's a great stuff right there. Take me back to summertime. Why don't you take me into the studio and, you know, it just sounds like the band just started playing and you guys started recording it live to uh, tape. And uh, what was the process? Because I know it was real special. Okay, so Kay came to me and said, um, this is the kind of EP I wanted to make. <laughs> and she starts throwing things out like Motown and she says, you know, she's into 60s Dionne Warwick and, you know, Wall of Sound. And I said, when can we get started? Uh, right. <laughs> it was pretty much as simple as that. And then taking it into the studio, I mean, I always, as a producer, I try to encourage the artists that I work with to record to tape anyway, mm-hmm. uh, especially the younger artists I work with. Most of them don't have any experience with it. They don't know how great it sounds, what kind of character it does in part, why the the software developers out there are going so crazy, chasing their tails, trying to figure out how to make computers sound like tape. And when they come in and they hear their voices on tape or hear the drums and the bass and they hear that character and they feel us, you know, driving the tape a little hard here, you know, and, and, and doing things and, and adding to the character and the flavor and the vibe, they instantly become addicted to it. And with Kay, it was a special case as well because when she started talking about a lot of the influences that she wanted to bring, into the studio with her, uh, this was how these records were made. You know, they were made using a lot of this gear and a lot of these, uh, what is now the vintage um, outboard gear and so on and so forth, and the tape as well. And all of that, it may be subtle to some ears, but it does accumulate. The more tracks that you record, the more you hear the inherent character of the sound. So from there, it was just a matter of getting in there and putting her behind a mic and getting the instrumentalists in there to do their thing. And, and it was honestly a really special experience for me because I remember going to visit the Motown Museum when I was younger, mm-hmm. um, and it was kind of just like a connection moment um, after hearing it played back on tape. Um, it sounded a lot like that, that music, and it captured that spirit really well. So. Yeah, so you're bringing it, you know, the modern-day sound of Detroit, and now you're in New York City. What what drew you um, to come out and live in New York City? Um, <laughs> when I first 
was moved here. I actually wanted to be on Broadway. Okay. Um, yeah, but I did that. I got out here by going to grad school. <laughs> okay. So right, right. that's sort of like my ticket out here. Um, I did attend uh, NYU educational theater program, so I also work as an educator. And uh, it was my grad program. And I started going to all these Broadway auditions and everything, and it wasn't really what I wanted to do after all. Um, I knew that I loved to sing, and I knew that singing was my heart, and um, I had always grown up singing. Um, and honestly, I realized that I'd been actually writing songs since I was like 12. Right, <laughs> but right. I thought it was a thing. Um, and so I, I decided to sing a lot of backup for people, mm-hmm. just so I could see what the theme was like. And my friend had a band called Nene Soul, so I sang backup for her for a lot of gigs, and I sang did a lot of backups, like... Um, and new work, people people creating new work in the theater world and, and providing vocals for them on their uh, new plays and, you know, readings and things like that. Um, and then I went overseas to Italy and met a really good friend, and we still collaborate now, and uh, we talked together at a summer camp, and we ended up writing, like, ten songs together that summer as we traveled together at the, uh, at the camp. And so that summer when I came back, to New York, or that fall when I came back to New York, I was like, I think I can do this solo thing. I'm going to try to, and so I started looking for open mics, and that's why met Twang. And the universe, the universe, yeah. <laughs> the universe was telling her, Joe, right, yeah. right, right. You're a songwriter. You're a songwriter. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm glad you guys collided at the open mic. And is the open mic? It's still happening, right? Yeah, it's happening tonight. Oh, right. okay. Oh, okay. So they're, they're side eyeing me right now. They're like, you got to get off stage, man. <laughs> So, I'm like, hey, I'm talking to Joe Kelly. This is uh, the yeah, oh yeah, yeah, thanks. <laughs> so, 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 um, what what time does the mic uh, open? Mic open? Uh, typically, we we run a jam session between nine and midnight. Uh-huh. I'm usually here every Monday. I've been working really a, a lot recently, so I haven't been here for each and every one. Mm-hmm. But every time I'm in town or I'm off from work, I try to be here because the talent that's coming through is incredible. We've been voted. Uh, the number one open mic night in all of New York City. Thank you. Shout out to Sonic Biz and shout out to NYC.com for that. Thank you so much for bigging us up like that. And, and, where, and where, uh, where's the spot? Where, what's the address and the name for our listeners? Okay, so Prohibition is uh, 503 Columbus Avenue, corner of 84th Street, West 84th Street. Upper West Side. Upper West Side, NYC. And Case Loan is here. Uh, not frequently. <laughs> not, 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 not lately. Not nearly enough. Not nearly enough for us. But she's got a good excuse for not being here. She got an EP to promote, so she's yeah. out there. Though. That's right. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna listen to another track, and uh, this is my early favorite from the the EP. It's called "This Is Love," and. Cool. Uh, Kay Sloan's blank pages. We'll come back and uh, we'll talk once again with Swang and Kay Sloan as they get ready for a prohibition tonight, open mic, and uh, we got uh, This Is Love. Another certified smash song from blank pages, Kay Sloan and uh, Swang, and uh, that is called This Is Love. So, uh, man, you got you got some incredible music there, and uh, of course you're awful excited to go out and tell people, and people are playing it and buying it. So good feeling, right? Yeah, great feeling. Yep. Really. Now, now, once again, our listeners can go to a, a lot of the digital download outlets and CD Baby mm-hmm. to, to get that record. And uh, we, you'll have it at the gigs as well? Yes. Uh, we're, the next step is physical, uh, physical copies. So we'll, have, we'll be selling CDs and the gigs coming up this summer. Okay. And the bitter end this Thursday night, uh, you said 9 or 9.30? Uh, 9 p.m. Oh, 9 p.m. And, and they do start the shows promptly there, right? Yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> they try to keep it moving. That's right, yeah. 
<laughs> and Swang, of course, we know him in his uh, many different bands he's played in, and the RS Experiment and Days of Wild. You know, still still an incredible uh, band, Gaiosius and Fritz, and uh, Stefan has come back with, with the band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Days of Wild still going strong. I think we are well beyond our 20th year now, so I think this is year 22 of Days of Wild. Wow. This, yeah, it, well, coming up on 22 years, officially 21. I think the first gig was December 25th, 1995. Wow. And, and also, Days of Wild, I believe, uh, you ha- you hold the uh, honor of playing Prince's uh, first celebration out at Paisley Park, That's right. right? That's what, right. What, what, what was that like? Oh, it was um, probably the craziest and most exciting 24 hours of my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Uh, and, I do, and I do stress that it was 24 hours because there was no sleep involved. Right. <laughs> Uh, in keeping with, you know, Prince's M.O. Mm-hmm. Uh, played a gig here, got on a plane, uh, and flew out. The band, actually, the rest of the band had a later gig than I did, so they took a later flight. So I flew out without them. Uh, Prince's van picked me up, uh, went straight there, went to a two-hour sound check because with no, with no AC mm-hmm. in June in Minneapolis, which sounds like it shouldn't be that hot, but it happened to be the hottest day of the year. Where, at Paisley Park, he wasn't running the air conditioner? Yeah, no, the AC had broken uh, the, uh, the the morning of. Oh, okay, wow. So, yeah, so it was pretty pretty sweaty in there mm-hmm. at that point. And I remember Takumi and Eric were running a sound check for us. And uh, I used Prince's tuner, which was probably only useful for Prince because I couldn't make head and the tail of it. I was playing bass on that gig. Oh, okay, yeah. And... Um, and was we at, we took so long to sound check that the the entire place was cleared out. There was nobody in there, or so we thought. So we we're trying to wander around and find our van so we could, you know, ask our driver, "Hey, can you get us something to eat before the gig? Can we just find a restaurant somewhere?" Uh, and running back and forth in Paisley Park, and eventually run into Prince, who's like, who's very polite and says, "Hey, how you doing?" But kind of had a look on his face like. What the hell are you doing in here? <laughs> and um, and eventually we found our way to back to the van and uh, got something to eat, got energized, and we Prince had scheduled us for about an hour or so on stage and showed up about twenty minutes into our set and told Takumi, "Let them play, let them play as long as they want." And the sound was a, was a nightmare until he got there and fixed it for us. Apparently, he got behind the soundboard and clean things up a little bit, which we're very much appreciative of. <laughs> That's right, yeah, and, uh, you know, just to have the honor of being invited to Prince's house to play, you know, not too many uh, people have that had that on their resume. Oh, it's a, it was a, a dream come true. I, I, You wouldn't be talking to me right now if I hadn't heard, you know the story, if I hadn't heard that man's music and at, you know, age of eight or nine and just have it completely transform me. Right. Inside out. So, you know, I'm I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful to him for so much, but really just inspiring me to want to play music because if I hadn't, I don't know where I'd be right now. I certainly wouldn't be sitting here, you know, making music with this incredible artist. <laughs> so in in the in 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 a very direct way, he's responsible for a lot of the moves that I've made and brought me all the way here mm-hmm. to uh to Case Law. So there That's you have right. it. You can thank him or you can blame him, depending on how much you like or dislike. <laughs> no, no, we we, we, we thank him. 
we're, we're gonna we're gonna play a song uh, before we head out from uh, Kay Sloan's blank pages. But right now, uh, since we are talking a little bit about the the Paisley and and Minneapolis feel, Swang remixed uh, the '85 remix from uh, Eight Deluxe, right? Six at eight. Uh, yeah, of the F Deluxe remix, right, 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 yeah, yeah, at eight, yeah, the at eighty five remix. <laughs> I think any Prince fans listening, when they they'll get the joke when they when they hear F Deluxe at eighty five remix. All right, we're gonna listen to it right now and come back uh, speak one final time. K Sloan and Swang. That is, of course, a great mix from our producer extraordinaire. Swang, who joins us as his great friend, and uh, they collaborated on her record, K. Sloan's Blank Pages. That is Swang's uh, remix of an F Deluxe track, and uh, you guys are having a great open mic tonight at Prohibition on the Upper West Side. Yeah, it's getting set up as we speak. It's all fancy up there, right? Oh, no, that's the Upper East Side, right? Well, you know, on the west side, yeah, on the on the upper west side, you know, it's it's a it's a nice area. It's it's a relaxed area. It's almost like you're not in New York, but mm-hmm. but, 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 the, but the music is always bumping, especially when Kay is here. You know, we we always look forward to seeing her come through the door. Yeah, yeah, it should should be nice, and uh, folks can go see Kay Sloan and the Melodics, her band. Uh, you can just go on uh, YouTube and uh, Google Kay Sloan. And uh, some great performance clips up there. You'll know what you're in store with her powerhouse band. And uh, Swang, do you join the band uh, every once in a while? Don't need to. Okay. <laughs> Don't need I wanted to. to. Uh, <laughs> Kay, Kay is being very humble right now. Very gracious. <laughs> this, this band truly, I mean, I'm not just saying this because I'm biased. This band blew me away the last time they were at the Bitter End and I went to see them. I, it was totally unplanned. I was like, you know, Kay is playing at the Bitter End tonight. I got the night off. I'm going to walk in there. And if I hadn't been working on these songs, Mm-hmm. and didn't know anything about this, it was the greatest show I had seen that year by far. Wow. So if you got no plans on Thursday, go see Case Phone the Melodics, 9 p.m. Bitter End. If you have plans, break them because you're <laughs> right. Yeah, that's high praise when, you, when you're doing that. Yep. No doubt. So uh, we're coming up about four minutes to go in the show, so we're going to get into our last track from uh, Case Loan, which is... Uh, I was going to go out with uh, Motown, baby. Yeah. From yeah. Uh, Blank Page. And want to thank both of you for coming by. And if if you guys can come by during the summer, come in and do a, a live set here, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. We're, We'd we're, love to. We're about, I'd say about a, an hour north of uh, NYC. So you, oh, okay. you're most welcome to come by. Thank you, Joe. Thank we you. appreciate you having us tonight, man. Really? Yeah, I'll, anytime. We'll be up and all your listeners. And we're, we're going to be uh, adding it up archived on our website upperroomwithjoekelly.com by the end of the week and to send out another announcement people can check out archive or stream and uh thanks to Kay sloan and swang and uh this is motown baby from blank pages go get it and see uh we love you thank you we love you too this is uh motown baby